Hello, welcome to episode three of the Communication Outcome Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Eves, and we're going to kick off this episode by talking about travel. And the reason for this is that travel is a great source of content for when we need to communicate about things. And also, when you put it in the context of each of us is actually the ultimate social media platform and that we have so much to share. And a lot of times we don't realize what that is we actually have to share. And travel is a great example. When you travel, you have stories that you can share about the experience, whether it was the, the way you got somewhere, the hotel, the food, the things you saw, museums, all these different things. And the great thing also about this is these are your experiences. You don't have to worry about creating something necessarily, maybe adapting it, if you're going to use it like in the form of a parable or an allegory that you want to tell a, st a story, um, you can use this experience as the foundation for it. And it's yours. No one can tell you no. It, it's yours to use. Um, you know, a recent example of this was when William Shatner, a.k.a. Captain Kirk, went to space on the Blue Origin rocket. And this was obviously a type of travel that most of us will never get to do. Um, but he was able to do that float in space, see the earth. And when he returned, he talked pretty much anywhere and everywhere about the experience of what it meant to him as a father and a grandfather and the health of the planet. And he got that platform because of the travel, because it was special and unique. And each of us, we can do the same thing here on earth, whether it's somewhere far away, like another continent or country, from here in the United States going to Europe or Japan or even Canada and the Caribbean or South America, most people in the United States don't travel that far. And so by virtue of doing those travels, you put yourself in a position to where you can speak about something that's fairly unique. And then that gives you an opportunity to communicate for all different kinds of reasons. And remember, when we communicate, we're doing it with an outcome in mind. Now, it could be just to share information and entertain people. It could be to use that experience as a parable of some type to make a point, whether it's at work, in a school presentation, or something different. But it's your experience, and it's yours to use as you want to. Now, does travel have to be halfway around the globe? No. It can be local, and there's lots of cool things close by to us that we never really are aware of. It could be a, a, a state park, a forest reserve. It could be a historic site, a monument, um, you know, something that's not that far away or something that's further away, in, but still in the United States, maybe it's the other side or a thousand miles away. But there's all kinds of things that we can do when we travel that we can share that experience and also use it to make another point. Um, and this is why as we emerge from the pandemic and hopefully we keep going on that path, let's get out there and explore the world. Let's meet each other. Let's meet people. Let's build stories. Let's collect content that then we can turn around and we can share with other people. Next topic we want to discuss is a piece of advice that's not as good as it sounds. And this is concerning when a person is getting ready to do a presentation and they're nervous, you know, they're anxious, they might be panicking 
and they, they are really dreading going out there and doing the presentation. This is some of the worst communication that you can give someone, in my humble opinion, and it's also some of the worst communication uh, advice that I've given to other people before. And that is telling someone to just relax. Now, it sounds nice, sounds supportive, uh, you know, just relax. But the problem is you've got someone that's already in a distressed state, and if they're not able to relax, that can make things a lot worse. You're piling problem on top of problem. And instead of dealing with the first one, now they've got this other issue. And there's really a risk that they begin to spiral further into, you know, this anxious, panic-driven black hole. And that's definitely not what we want to do, even though it's well-intentioned. Because before someone walks out there in front of an audience to speak, they have one to two options. The first one is they go out on stage or in front of their audience. The second one is they run. And that's really not a good option, especially if what you're doing is work-related or related to gain a grade in school um, or pretty much any venue because that's going to come back and you don't want that to be what you're known by. So what we want to do is we want to prepare someone and encourage them to go out there and do the best job that they can. Now, this person is obviously under stress, and people always worry about stress. Stress is a bad word. Stress can be good because when someone is in a state of stress, if you can leverage that to be positive, they can be more aware of what's going on and how to respond to situations that change. And when we begin to reinforce someone positively, that stress can change in its nature. Instead of being a burden and a fear, it can become something that drives someone and actually help them give a better presentation. So what do we do? We don't tell them to relax. Instead, we build up their confidence in a constructive way. If we know that they've been preparing, we emphasize that. If we know that they are experts on what they're going to talk about, or they have a deep uh, you know, well of knowledge on it, we emphasize that. We go to all the positives that they have and we build on those. If they are a good speaker generally in front of people, we remind them that. We remind them of how they do well when they're in this situation. We reinforce that they are ready, that they know their material, to focus on the message, that the presentation isn't about them and being concerned or afraid. It's about sharing that message with the audience. That they get a stronger sense that they've got it. They know what they're going to do. They're prepared. Even though they don't feel like it, you convince them that they are prepared. You've studied, you've prepared, you've practiced, if this is the case. When we do that, it starts tilting the skills in the favor of delivering a better presentation. When they go out, you know, they do the best they can. They may still make mistakes and error. And honestly, there's not really such a thing as a perfect presentation. There's almost always something that goes wrong. Even if we look at some of the vaunted Apple presentations, when they release new iPhones and whatever else, there have been instances where they had technological issues and stuff did not work. Things happen to everybody. 
And when things happen after they do talk to that person, you know, ground them back into, you know, that they did, you know, they went out there, they did the presentation. That's a huge plus. They didn't run away and quit. They did go forward and give it. And then what could have been done differently? And you go through that, you do the after action report, you, you know, what went well, what didn't go well. And as that person goes through that and understands it, it gives them a better direction on where to practice and also more confidence for when they go out and they do a presentation in the future. Positive reinforcement, do not tell people to just relax. That can also come off as being very condescending in addition to not building up their confidence. As we wrap up here, we've got a couple of questions that uh, I've been asked over the past week or so. And so we're going to go through those. The first one is, who is the best speaker that you've seen in person? Uh, for me, that would be Les Brown, who's a motivational speaker I'm out of Chicago here. Uh, I saw him at my MBA graduation in Orlando. And he was just, he was just really good. You know, he was succinct. He was he he was in the groove. Uh, he connected with the audience. He was motivating. Um, he shared stories of himself that was very vulnerable and very inspiring. You know, a lot of us shy away from doing that. And he went through how he had a TV uh, show that failed, how he had a crisis of confidence that held him back for a period of years, but then how he came out of it. And he's a very powerful speaker. If you have had the chance to see him or see some of the stuff he's done in the past, I really recognize, uh, recommend rather that you watch it. He's the best speaker I've seen in person. Uh, next question, what equipment do you use to stream? Okay, so uh, there's really three pieces of equipment. Well, four, four pieces of equipment that I'm using here. Um, the first one is a, an HD webcam. It's a Logitech C922, I believe. And so it's a super, um, clear camera for being so small. So that I have it on a articulated arm so I can move it and position it. Uh, for a microphone, I use a Shure MV7 microphone also on an articulated arm so I can move that around. Uh, software wise, I use StreamYard to do the recording. And when, after I complete the session, I'll download it, upload it to Vimeo and do some editing. And then from there I will uh, post, I can separate the, um, the audio from the video in StreamYard. So I'll download one's a video file. I'll download another one that's an audio file. Audio file goes into the MP3 uh, podcast. That'll be on, iTunes and Google Podcasts and Spotify. And then the video file will get posted to YouTube and uh, Facebook, a couple other places. Uh, the other thing that I have you know, are lights. So I use LED lights um, to create, you know, a, uh, you know, a lit situation. Um, and uh, so that's something to keep in mind is uh, not to ignore the lighting aspect of it, though. I'm sure I'll get messages here that one side of my face is a little darker than the, uh, than the other. So that would be the equipment that I use. Um, and uh, a couple other updates is we've got some more content up at communicationoutcome.com. 
Uh, so if you're not subscribing to it yet, you should be. We just put up uh, the second of our series on slide philosophy, and there's going to be six or seven episodes total in that series, in addition to the other instructional videos that we have up there. We're adding one to two videos every week, so there's always content there for you to go and watch and get a hold of. Um, and also, if you check out our website, we've got some new information on some of the coaching packages that we offer. So you can go and peruse that if, if that's something that you're interested in. And as always, if you have any questions, reach out to us. Uh, you can email or call us uh, on the website. And um, that will do it for episode three. So everybody take care, be safe, and we will see you back for episode four, if not earlier, online.